Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Välkomna till Skönhetsredaktionen! Jag heter Anja Schöppegran och är skönhetsredaktör på Styleby. Och jag heter Maria Algren och är skönhetsredaktör på Domarnas värld och DV Mode. Och har skrivit boken Beauty Food. Ja. I det här avsnittet så har vi ju en lång intervju med Paula Began. Uttalade jag rätt? Begon. Begon var det. Mm. Jag fick lära mig det av henne. Hon är väldigt mycket med att man, man uttalade hennes namn Begon, ja. Som... A.K. Paula's Choice, The Cosmetic Cop. Ja, precis. Ja. Kvinnan som Oprah Winfrey kallade för The Cosmetics Cop. Och sen har det satt sig. Ja. Och eh, hon är ju, dels har hon ju sitt egna beautymärke. Mm. Men också recenserar andra märken väldigt... Eh... Väldigt ärligt och ganska <laughs> hårt ibland. Och hon har ju skrivit man... böcker också på ämnet. Och den här bibeln som jag tror alla vi skönhetsredaktörer har i vår ägo. Don't mm. go to a cosmetics counter without me. Mm. Den... Har getts ut i nio utgåvor tror jag. Ja. Så jag fick ju nästan lite av en utskällning. För jag hade skett utgåvan. Hon bara, den där är helt inaktuell. Ja, fast jag tycker det är en antikvitet nästan. Jag vet, det är ju liksom en relik. En, en relik. <laughs> Men Från ändå... tiden typ innan internet också. Ja, ja, ja. ja för nu kan man ju hitta allt sånt där online. Ja. Men då var det ju liksom ett uppslagsverk. Om man ville lära sig någonting om ingredienser och... Och liksom produkter bortom marknadsföringsfluffet. Ja. Ja. Så stanna kvar så får ni lyssna på Maria och Paula sen. Men jag tänkte, vi har ju precis kommit från en lunch med Excuvians. Mm, så trevligt. Men alltså både du och jag, vi måste ju säga att vi har så dåligt just nu. Alltså, vi, vi försöker här, hålla skenet uppe alltså, vi, vi är kanske låt och glada. Men vi sitter här båda två med världens huvudvärk. Ja. Det är 28 grader i stock. Och det så flimrar för mina ögon, ja. så jag kan liksom typ inte kolla på min skärm. Och vi har sovit så jävla dåligt, ja. båda två, oberoende av varandra. Ja. Och jag är lite så ångest, för ikväll efter jobbet så ska jag ju till akademikliniken på ett kundevent och prata om beautyfood. Jag tänker jag kommer ju bara sitta som en, som en blobb av bara... Men ja. man är så här en smält... 
Eller så bara får du värsta andra andningen. Och mm, alltså, det, det ser jag. Jag sitter ju här nu och kör någon sån här gurk med ingefär supershot. Och sen tänkte jag orimligt mycket kaffe. Orimligt mycket kaffe. Ja, du sitter ju där på en ny kopp. <laughs> Exakt. Men jag har varit på Lurra med Katarina som är svensk distributör för Exubians. Och har varit det i... Alla, och hon är liksom Exuvians ja, i Norden. verkligen. Och hon är så bra representant för det också. För hon är så jäkla snygg. Alltså hon är så sjukt snygg. Det är ju för övrigt hon som är på, på alla kampanjbilder också. I annonser ja. och på skyltar utanför salonger och sånt där. Mm. Och både du och jag har ju faktiskt varit i Princeton. Och besökt Exuvians lab. Precis, det var väldigt spännande. Om man nu liksom ska in på ingrediensnörderispåret som vi är inne på i det här avsnittet i med Paula. Mm. Så var det ju också en jävla, oförlåt vilken fyrsvårdom, den får vi klippa på. <laughs> så, så var det ju en eh, total orge att ja. eh, gå igenom Exuviens och Neostrata som då är moderbodagets lab. Det var ja. ju där som AHA-syrorna är upptäcktes och skapades mm. en gång i tiden. Mm, precis. Men ska vi lyssna på Paula? Nej, men det gör vi. Och innan vi rullar intervjun måste vi ju bara salanda i hur galet är det inte att hon har suttit här i vår lilla poddstudio <laughs> på Torsgatan i Stockholm. Och fullkomligt tagit över den. Ja, men alltså, att du ens ska klippa den här intervjun eller ha klippt den här intervjun, det är en bedrift. Hon pratar. Ja. Hon snackar, snackar. Så det får vi väl lyssna på nu då? Ja, det gör vi. Yes! Welcome to Thank Stockholm. You. I love being in Stockholm. What drew you to the beauty industry? So, I actually hated... I still have a love-hate relationship with the beauty industry, but I, as a girl, right, you know, I got my period, got my, you know, my menstrual cycle mm. at around the age of 11, and I got acne, mm. terrible acne. And I already had eczema, which meant I had rashy, itchy skin from the neck down, and from the neck up, I had acne. And no matter what I bought or what I did, I still had acne. In fact, Often I just had worse acne, or at the very least, it made it red and irritated and inflamed. And it didn't matter if I went to a dermatologist. It didn't matter if I went to the cosmetic counter. It was hell. It was mm. just hell. And I felt ugly. I felt embarrassed. It was sad. It was just a terrible, wretched time of my life. Mm. So when I went to university and was majoring in sciences, I started learning about research, understanding physiology, how skin works. And then to go through university, I had a knack for doing makeup. Mm. So I sent myself through school as a makeup artist. And then the most amazing thing happened in 1975, in the United States, I'm old, in the United States, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, made ingredient listings on cosmetics mandatory. Mm. Now, you can't imagine how momentous that was. Europe didn't get it until the 2000s, and or 90, maybe late 90s, something like that. So all of a sudden, I could see what was in a product. Mm. 
And I had a science background. I knew how to research. And the lights went on. And that's why I got an understanding of what was happening with skin. And that's what really, then it was, so it started out just being about me Mm. and finding what was going on for me. And then it became, I also became a journalist. I had a strange path. I became a journalist. I was working for one of the TV stations in Seattle doing, uh, you know, lifestyle reports. So the combination of being a makeup artist, what I knew about science, and then being able to interpret Mm. the formularies on products, I wrote my first book. Yeah. And then it just took off from there. I just, the industry kept changing. Every time I thought I wrote a book and I was done, I've said it all, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. The research changed, the knowledge about skin changed, which meant a new book. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, though, that the the truth is never, like, one truth. It changes. It moves. Yeah, it's an organic process. And our job is to stay with what the research says is true. And so over the years, uh, it's definitely changed how we make reviews, how we evaluate products for Mm. beautypedia.com and my books. And then it also affects how we formulate products. And so the way I formulated products for Paula's Choice, because we started in 95, that's yeah. when Paula's Choice launched, Paula's Choice Skincare. And then, what is it now, 23 years later, there's yeah. no way how I formulated products back then is how I formulate products today. Because we just know so much more. Yeah. Do you have any example of a product you formulated back then that you were like really proud of, and now you're like, no, that was... Every single one. <laughs> every single one. Well, because, yeah, every, every single one has either been discontinued or reformulated, and reformulated over the years. Yeah. Because, you know, what I, I tell people all the time when they say, oh, I just use what my grandmother used, and she had beautiful skin, and I mm. just use this thing from the drugstore that I've used for years, the, the pharmacy for years, and that's what I use. And I, the, what I often say is that's kind of like using a typewriter mm. or using a rotary telephone as opposed to your smartphone. It's, it's dated. It's, it's not current to what we know is healthy for skin. You'd be hurting and cheating your skin by not doing what we now know is very significant for the health, youthfulness, healing ability, and not to mention just treating many different skin disorders, what Mm. we know today versus what we knew even just 10 years ago. Yeah. And a big change is also, of course, with all the information that the consumer has access to today. And we are so well informed. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm going to argue okay, with that over one in, solid. But not over-informed, misinformed. Misinformed, yeah. I Because the same crazy information yeah. and sometimes crazier information. I mean, so I've been myth-busting for 40 years. Yeah. That's been my career. Trying to help women see the difference between the crazy things people say mm. or the conflict of interest where what somebody says is based on their public that it was the study was paid for by the company yes. that makes the product <gasps> that doesn't make it bad research you just have to balance out bad yeah. research against research that isn't biased so what i see on the internet mm. still to this day is 
crazy stuff, really crazy information. Yeah. So my previous myth-busting book was 20 (laughs) Myths Busted. My new one that just is coming out now, you'll get a a copy soon, is 40 Myths. And we still don't even begin to touch on all the myths that are out there that just keep getting recycled information on the on the internet. But do you have any myth pet hate? Like any myths that makes you go absolutely uh, crazy? Like All of them. Yeah. I mean, do, I could just, do you want me to just, yeah, like a few? Name a few, yeah. Natural is better than <laughs> yes. synthetic. Uh, you can get a safe tan. Expensive means better than cheap. Cheap means better than expensive. Both are wrong. Yeah. Uh, you can't do anything about skincare. You know, skin is just going to do what it's going to do. Skincare can replace cosmetic procedures, cosmetic surgery. Mm. You can buy a skincare product that looks like, works like Botox. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, yeah. Toothpaste works on acne. You know, never pop a pimple. Yeah, all of those are myths. All of those are crazy. Oh, essential oils are good for skin. Mm. Fragrance doesn't matter. Oh, if you don't see irritation on the surface of skin, that Mm. must mean even because people always say, well, Paula doesn't like this because, you know, she says it causes irritation, but I don't see irritation on the surface of my skin. So it must not be causing irritation. You might not see the irritation, but it's still happening. All of those are, you know, the... The facts, the research Mm. is the research, and all of those things just aren't true. I mean, I could go on and on. The the myths are just crazy. Because that's one of the questions I received most as well as a journalist, that uh, people, they don't want to put toxic things or chemical things on their skin because they think it will make them ill or it will uh, worsen the skin. And, um, And it's just the opposite. It's just, yeah. In other words, there are good natural ingredients and there are bad natural ingredients. There are good synthetic ingredients and there are bad synthetic ingredients. To judge it just because it's natural versus synthetic is just crazy. Because you'd be cheating your skin to not allow the science to give you more stable ingredients that can't plants you know think about plants just in general how long do they last in your refrigerator Mm. right how long does a head of lettuce last in your refrigerator so plants are inherently not very stable so plants play a role but for really potent skin changing ingredients like retinol vitamin a niacinamide vitamin b the AHAs and BHAs, the yes. topical liquid gentle exfoliants. Oh, my gosh. Peptides in particular, ceramides in particular. Mm. Um, I can go on and on about the brilliant ingredients that can help skin. And if you only did natural, you'd be hurting your skin. And I can't tell you the number of natural products that say they're natural and they still contain synthetic ingredients. You just don't recognize the name. Mm. The other thing is, is that there are a lot of, I mean, a ton of natural products that contain bad ingredients. Mm. Lavender is a bad ingredient. Lavender causes cell death. Mm. Alcohol, that's natural. That causes free radical damage. Plant extracts like lime and lemon and grapefruit and eucalyptus and menthol and peppermint Mm. inflame the skin, cause irritation. 
That causes collagen to get damaged. That causes elastin to break down. It hurts the health of the surface of the skin. Essential oils. The reason essential oils waft fragrance Mm. smell is because of a volatile reaction that happens. Mm. And that hits the skin and causes irritation and inflammation. Here's an example. Do you ever... uh, shave your leg, you're giving yourself a spa experience, and you scrub your legs, and you shave your legs. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then you I put on a highly fragranced body product. Yeah, and, and it will sting a little. It burns like hell. Mm. Because inherently, it's irritating to skin, mm. no matter what. So that's bad skincare. Nothing should hurt, nothing should burn, nothing should tingle. That's your nerve ending saying, ouch, you're hurting me, stop. But it also stimulates oil production Mm. because of the nerve endings within the pore. So it not only is damaging just for aging, it actually makes acne worse because acne is an inflammatory disorder, right? A pimple is red. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anything you do that causes more inflammation, even when you don't see it on the surface, it's still happening underneath beyond where you can see it. Do you think that food and supplements also can play a part since the inflammation is coming from within? There's no question You know, if you had asked me that, speaking of research changing, Mm. if you had asked me that 10 or 15 years ago, I Mm. would say, well, diet's important, but we don't know how diet affects skin. Mm. But we know if you don't eat, you die, and that's not pretty. No. Right? We don't want that. (laughs) No, we don't want that. But now the research is pretty clear is a anti-inflammatory diet improves just about every aspect of skin, that it helps Mm. your skin from the inside out. You still have to do things from the outside in, Mm. but it definitely helps from the inside out. So what they call an anti-inflammatory diet or a, sometimes they refer to it as a Mediterranean diet, but not so much anymore. It's really an anti-inflammatory diet. And yeah, the research is pretty clear that that's very, very Mm. uh, significant for skin. Now, the new research over the past 10 years has added the need for probiotics. I've been following that research for quite some time. And that's pretty fascinating, very fascinating research. It is. It's uh, super fascinating, the skin and gut connection. Right. um, But the, the research for the skin is different from the research for the body. Mm. So it seems that for the surface of skin, putting probiotics on the skin is not as helpful as putting prebiotics on the skin. Right. So that research, so the the companies that are telling you that they're, you know, they're balancing your microbiome. Yeah. You can't put enough probiotics into a skincare product to balance everybody's microbiome because everybody's microbiome is different. Your microbiome isn't the same as my microbiome. So prebiotics Mm. that help stimulate your own skin's 
natural microbiome state seems to be what is state-of-the-art for helping skin in that aspect of skincare. It's like when you're taking your probiotic orally as well, that you can really... A brand that works for me maybe not works for you and vice right. versa because we, we all have different floras. We have different gardens to tend to. We do. Our tummies are very busy. <laughs> it's true. In terms of ingredients, I think you play a huge part in that people are interested in ingredients like what is retinol and BHA, of course, and so on. Is there like one ingredient that every skin type can benefit from? There's never one ingredient for anybody. I always go back to diet. Mm. You know, green tea may be good for you, but if you only drank green tea, you would die. I mean, that would not be healthy. Mm. Skin is merely the largest organ of the body. Mm. Just you happen to wear it on the outside as opposed to the inside. So what it needs to be healthy is very complicated because So many things start breaking down and substances that kept it young and normal and healthy when we were younger start breaking down because mostly due to sun damage, but also because of just growing older, disease, your genetics. But 80% of it is about sun damage. Your skin just can't make the ingredients, the substances it needs to be healthy. So it's too complicated to go through the brilliant ingredients that can be beneficial for skin. However, what our fundamental philosophy following the research is, is that certain categories of ingredients are phenomenally significant for skin. So sunscreen is at the top of the list. Yes. Sunscreen, sunscreen, sunscreen. There is no such thing as a safe tan. No. And And we cannot stress this enough. The Swedes love having a tan. The whole European continent. Actually, everybody loves getting a tan. And everyone is so scared of being vitamin D deficient. So here's the irony. Yeah. It turns out that when you have dark skin, you block vitamin D. So Northern Europeans are not pandemic. You know the word pandemic meaning it affects everybody aren't the only ones who are vitamin D deficient. In India and Africa, it is a worse situation. So my, now I never go by anecdotal information. This is well-published research. But personally, my husband who is Indian, with his beautiful dark brown skin, who swims outside, doesn't ever listen to me about skincare, is severely vitamin D deficient. Mm. Melanin, blocks vitamin D. So getting a tan blocks your production of vitamin D. It doesn't help it. Exposing your skin to sun damage that begins within one minute of sun exposure and the bad rays of the sun come through windows not only means you're hurting the health of your skin, you're risking skin cancer. Mm. So one is it doesn't help build vitamin D. Nobody knows how much sun you need. Like if people say, this myth drives me nuts. You go outside for 15 minutes. Mm. Well, what if you're going outside for 15 minutes and it's winter or it's summer and the sun is at the horizon, not at the top of the sky? And what if you're only exposing your hands and your face, which might not be enough area for the body to develop vitamin D? 
Is 15 minutes enough for some people? Maybe. There's no research saying Mm. 15 is good, two hours is needed. And what we know is that it only takes a few minutes a day to cumulatively build up the risk of skin cancer, Mm. which white people have the numbers of skin cancer increases over the past number of years is just stunning, Mm. frightening. So why would you, first of all, it doesn't work. It's a myth that that gives you vitamin D. And why would you sacrifice the risk of skin cancer for getting vitamin D? And it turns out that's not getting you the vitamin D you need. For most white people and most dark people, it's about supplementation. You're never going to get it. And it's also our lifestyle. We're inside too much. Mm. And we're wearing clothes. Mm. So, yeah, it's a myth. It hurts your skin. Tanning is bad. I can't do anything about that. Go get a tan if that's what you want to do. But just know, let me give you a cigarette. Let me give you some heroin. Let me give you some (laughs) other dangerous thing for yourself. I can't do anything about the terrible fact. And believe me, uh, back in the day, I could get tan with the best of them, and I loved it. Mm. But I haven't gotten a tan or exposed my skin to the sun since I've been 32. I'm 65 now. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have one single brown spot. Not one single. Oh, my God. Not even on the arms. I have that. And how old are you? I'm 38. Hello. Mm. Well, I mean, it's not that young, so I have had a few no, no, years no, no, to no, get no. those. But uh, no, no, right. But the point is, but I always you go- can stop now. Yeah, and those can go away. I'm telling you, you you probably won't listen to me, and that's okay. Nobody ever does. But that's all right. Never stops me. I'm telling you right now. You that mean if you're good about sunscreen? Yeah, and you use ingredients that can block damaged melanin production, what causes the brown spots. Mm. Look, I was tanning with the best of them. I had brown spots when I was your age. Mm. And I don't now because I I kayak. I have a home in Hawaii on Mm. the water. And I kayak. And And I love kayaking. And when I am out in the sun for long periods of time, I'm wearing a rash guard, SPF clothing. Do you know what a rash guard is? No. It's it's special clothing that has a, a sun-protecting factor. Okay. And so it has a high collar. It's breathable. It can get wet. It's kind of like it's lighter than a bathing suit, yeah. and it goes down. If I'm out for very, very long days, then I wear it to my ankle. I yeah. wear the pants. But if it's not, you know, just a couple of hours, then I'll wear it to the knees because you simply can't put on enough sunscreen because you have to reapply every two hours for water-resistant sunscreens don't last that long. And I hate reapplying sunscreen. Yeah, everybody does. It's just too messy. I know. So I wear sun-protective clothing. Yeah. It's like um, what you put on babies, right? You put some UV clothing. And I know in Japan as well, they have yeah. this, they have UV-protective yeah. clothing. Well, they have it here too, just nobody wears no it. No one buys no, it. I always say that I look more dressed on the beach <laughs> than I do <laughs> inside. But I, I also know, you know, so my chest, I mean, this I'm very proud of at 65. Okay, here comes the chest. Yes. No wrinkles, no, no. crepey skin. Only Not have, at all. I only have one brown spot. That, 
you probably can't see. It's kind of not light. at all. Yeah. It's uh, like a right. twenty-five. Very, it's well, not, I don't know twenty-five, but it's definitely. Yeah. I'm just kind of so that we can move on. I'm just. I just get so sad because I see women buying products mm. for skin lightening, for all kinds of wrinkles and all kinds of aging, and I know that it's like thinking you can smoke a cigarette and be healthy if you eat some broccoli mm. and green vegetables or berries. And it just doesn't work that way. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Can a wrinkle ever be reversed by a cream? Uh, reversed. It could definitely be significantly improved, but it is not going to replace as you age, especially if you continue sun damage. Yeah. It's not going to replace much over the age of 55 or 60 what cosmetic corrective procedures do. Mm. It's just not possible, particularly if you have red veins on the surface, if you have sagging. Sagging is probably one of the most difficult things to really mm. change. You can get some improvement. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, but it's not ever going to be like cosmetic corrective procedures or plastic surgery. So I said that there wasn't a specific ingredient, but that mm. there are types of ingredients. Yes. So I said sunscreen was the top one. Yes. The next one sunscreen? that is phenomenally important are antioxidants. Mm. And antioxidants are the ingredients, both natural and synthetic, that interrupt pollution, interrupt the damage caused by the environment. And it does so brilliantly. It doesn't stop at 100%. But it does interrupt some of the damage that is taking place. And there is no question, even as clean as Stockholm is, you still have pollution. Mm. So the third group is what we call at Paula's Choice uh, replenishing ingredients. In other words, 
what are the ingredients that skin has naturally to keep it strong, to keep the barrier normal and young, that the skin starts losing because of sun damage and age. And those are the ingredients like glycerin and vitamin C and ceramides and hyaluronic acid and lecithin and then, and I mean, on and on and on and on. I mean, I'm blank. Oh, glycosimoglycans and... I mean, all of these beautiful ingredients that skin mm. can't make more of, it stops. And you need to give your skin those ingredients to help it start being young again because you're mm. giving back to it the ingredients it can't make naturally. Mm. And then the fourth group is what we call skin-restoring or skin-repairing ingredients. Those are the ingredients like retinol, vitamin A, niacinamide, vitamin mm. B3, peptides, which are a brand new area of growing research uh, about how peptides talk to skin in very different ways than niacinamide or retinol, mm. which is just fascinating. And what those ingredients do is they actually absorb into skin, to the living skin, and they can find a skin cell that hasn't died yet, and it says, hi, skin cell, it can actually communicate it. Yeah. It knows the pathway to say, start doing this better. Yeah. I see you're not healthy. I see you're sun damaged. Will you start being healthier? And then the skin cell listens. Mm. Now that's remarkable. Or the pathway listens. It's, that's too complicated to talk about pathways. But the pathway listens, and that's astounding. Mm. So those types of ingredients— sunscreen, antioxidants, skin replenishing ingredients, and skin repairing ingredients. Mm. When you put those on skin, everybody's skin, skin does better yeah. and stays younger in the short term and for certain in the long term. Mm. So, so that's good ingredients for everybody. Everybody. Yes. Every human being on the planet. And then, of course, we have acids. You are very, very famous for your BHA. I'm a little neurotic about our, yeah, our AHAs and BHAs. BHA yeah. is salicylic acid and yes. AHA is uh, glycolic acid. So one of the things that happens because of sun damage mm. is the outer layer of skin gets thick and the underlying layer of skin gets thin, the support tissue. So... What happens when you, so the skin restoring ingredients and the skin replenishing ingredients I just talked about help build up healthy layers of skin. Antioxidants and sunscreen interrupt environmental damage. Yeah. So skin can behave and make healthier mm. skin cells, stop making damaged skin cells. But all of those ingredients only can do so much because even the best of sunscreens still allow about three, per, and, you know, especially if you're not like me and wearing rash scars <laughs> wearing the full, and, and sunglasses the and hats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're still, the sunscreen, well, first of all, nobody's applying sunscreen as they should, but 3% of the sun's rays still get through the best sunscreen, yeah. separate from that we're not applying it right. So when you have sun damage, when you get that thickened layer of skin off, 
the way it used to shed before it was unhealthy, right? Because if you look at the parts of your body that haven't had sun damage, yeah. you know, here in Europe, you pretty much like the, sun de- you know, sunbathe naked. So it's a little hard to find parts <laughs> of the body. But we have a little patch on the bum. On maybe. the bum. It's very popular now with the tiny, tiny bikinis that is like a half a G-string. So, oh, but the man. little patch um, right above the, the, the butt crack. So <laughs> look at somebody from America next time who's on the beach and yeah. parts of their body. Look at an expat in the gym or something <laughs> in the exercise room. And what you'll notice, or even just look at the inside of of your Inside arm of the arm, yes. That doesn't see the sun as much. Mm. And what you'll notice is it's younger. Look at there's no brown spots on the inside no. of your arm. No. So the issue is, is when skin is young, it naturally exfoliates. You, you don't see flaking skin. The skin is just coming off and recycling yeah. naturally. That's what AHAs and BHAs help skin do mm. once it's sun damaged. And it does it imperceptibly. You don't feel it. But the difference every morning by helping sun-damaged, thickened skin come off as it should. In fact, it's one of the few products I would say in the world when they're made right. When you wake up in the morning, most people will see a difference after the first day or second day they use it. It's that dramatic when you get the built-up layers of dead skin off. Yeah. It's hard to, depending on what you're using, it's hard to over-exfoliate, especially for BHAs. And I'm saying that because BHA, by its nature, is anti-inflammatory. Yeah. So salicylic acid is related to aspirin. Yes. Aspirin is acetyl salicylic acid. Aspirin has anti-inflammatory. That's how why you yeah. take aspirin, right? Because it's anti-inflammatory. Yeah. So BHA actually reduces inflammation in the skin. BHAs and AHAs, both by their properties, are actually hydrating. Mm. They're hydrating. They yes. actually increase how the skin keeps water in the skin, which is just fascinating research. Mm. So it's it's actually hard if you're using a good product to over-exfoliate. Mm. If you get caught up, I know there's some brands on the, you know, little niche brands on the market that have peel strength, like 20 and 30 and 40% mm. AHAs yeah. on the market. Those I worry about. Those, yeah. that's just, and they tell you to leave it on and they don't tell you to wash it off. And it's just, um and not everybody should use it. it. Only if you have advanced sun damage should you yeah. even consider it. And then maybe you leave it on for two minutes. Maybe, yeah. maybe five minutes. Maybe. So it, it's really about the ethics of the company and the type of product they're making. A lot of AHAs and BHAs contain irritating ingredients. Mm. And that's just ridiculous to put ingredients, well, it's ridiculous to put any ingredients in an irritating skin base Mm. with irritating plant extracts or something. Mm. Some people have said, well, if you turn over skin too much, it'll hurt how skin cells are actually made. You'll reduce how long you'll be making skin cells. But AHAs and BHAs don't absorb to where the living skin cells are. No. They only stay on the very surface of skin. They don't go anywhere else. So you can't affect how the actual skin cells are being produced. 
So it, it often is just the kind of, like, people use AHAs and BHAs and then use harsh scrubs and use cleansing yes. brushes and soaps and fragrant skincare products, and then they wonder why they're getting yeah. irritation. And they blame it on the AHA and BHA when that's probably not what it is. No. No, those are the most gentle form, uh, probably, of exfoliation if you compare it to scrubs. And harsh cleanse. scrubs. Yes, harsh scrubs. And also the harsh cleansing brushes. Right. That, that can be fine, but many people press too hard and they use them too often. Well, the, the issue is, so absolutely a soft scrub can be very beneficial for mm. surface cleaning. Like for... I have a lot of makeup on. There's no way without, and I use a soft washcloth. I don't like scrubs or cleansing brushes. But there are definitely, I mean, some of it is one of the complaints when cleansing brushes were first launched was that they were too harsh on skin. Mm. And then some of the companies came out with very soft, smooth, silky heads. Yes. Um, I still think it's an expensive way to go. You got to rebuy those heads because they get dirty and break down. And my soft washcloth, I just, you know, throw it in the laundry. I use mm. a allergy-free detergent, and I've been using that for years and years and years to help mm. with a gentle water-soluble cleanser to get all this makeup off. So there's nothing wrong with using a gentle, softly, softly, uh, I hate using the word <laughs> scrub, because yeah. I don't want, you're not scrubbing. You're just gently helping a surface cleaning that needs to be slightly deeper to get heavy mm. makeup off. If you're not wearing heavy makeup, there's not much reason if you're using an AHA and BHA no. product. But for heavy sunscreens, it can help, particularly pure mineral sunscreens, it can help to use a soft scrub, mm. a soft washcloth. Think about how cheap it is to use a soft washcloth, for God's sakes. It's probably why I do it. And you can go to, like, Ikea or anywhere and get them in huge Huge packs. bundles. <laughs> huge bundles. So it is cheap. It's much indeed. cheaper than buying a scrub or a cleansing brush, for sure. But going back to the sunscreens, uh, you are a huge fan of uh, mineral sunscreen, right. right? Now, that I can't point to research. There's a handful of times in my career where, because we're all about the research. Truth and beauty is about the facts. There's physiology. Skin science is skin science. And as we grow and understand more, then there's different things you have to do. I can't point to any reason, but then just as a company mm. that has been making skincare products for almost 25 years now, there is some things that happen that I can look to that I don't see in the research, but anecdotally, anecdotally mean, oh, I like that, which yeah. we rarely go by because some people might say they like smoking a cigarette. Some people, oh, I love getting a tan. Well, you know, that might be nice, but I know yeah. it's damaging your skin. So we always go by the research. And then the times we go by anecdotal information is when over a period of time, our customers are telling us something different that I don't see. I mean, it sort of follows the research, but so here's what I'm saying. I'm probably over-explaining. I always over-explain. <laughs> it's a problem. So Feel there free. is no question that due to 
government regulations, when a product says it's SPF 30, SPF 40, whatever number, regardless of the ingredients, whether they're synthetic or mineral, they protect SPF 30. It has been my anecdotal experience over the years, some of it's personal, some of it is hundreds of customers later, who tell me their skin does better. They feel they don't get color, they feel their skin looks better and healthier in the long term when they use pure mineral sunscreens. For certain, that's all you should be using on your children. Mm-hmm. Not that synthetic sunscreens are bad, it's just that synthetic sunscreens can be sensitizing. So yeah, I, I have a lot of pure mineral sunscreens and uh, I personally only use pure mm. mineral sunscreens. So yeah, I have, but I can't point to the research and say pure mineral sunscreens are better, mm. but that is a personal assessment over you know, a few decades. Mm. But I would never, I I also have synthetic-based sunscreens. I would never tell somebody not to use it. But yes, I personally have a leaning towards mineral-based sunscreens. Another example, by the way, now as I'm thinking about it, where we've created products not so much based on exact research There's research about BHAs and what they do. There's a lot of research about BHAs. And there's not so much recently, but there's a lot of research about AHAs. Mm. What there isn't research about is when you put them together. Right. So when we were working on some prototypes and we were looking at some of the research about how acids can work together, we found that a lot of our customers were telling us that they would use one of our AHA products in the morning and our BHA product at night, and they liked those results better. Mm. I actually, in the beginning, recommended against it, but then everybody on Facebook uh, That's what, that's what Instagram, I do, actually. So, yeah, here we're sitting in a meeting. I don't know how many years ago this is. And I'm saying, that's not necessary. That's overdoing it. You don't need both. And then... Everybody on Instagram, everybody, our customers, not everybody, but there are definitely those people who are saying, you know, they're keratosis pilaris, they're, yes. you know, the bread, you know, hard the bumps on the arms, on the, yes. do better when you use both, they like the way their skin does better, and I'm saying, I, I don't get it, and then I can't tell you in the meaning how many people like this, they're, you, obviously, we're on a podcast, so you can see, kind of sneak their hand up and go, well, that's, they, they don't want <laughs> that, to upset Paula, <laughs> and, they, and they sneak their hand up and go, uh, I use both, too. Yes. So then we started, uh, we've made a couple of mixed acid products mm-hmm. as, a, as a result. I'm not necessarily a proponent of that, but especially for advanced signs of sun damage mm. and very clogged pores, for some skin types, I can see why some think they get better, not think, but see and feel yeah. better results. So it's an option, you know, skin, some amount of skincare is experimenting with the best formulated products to see what you can put together to get the right balance of ingredients to your skin. So, for example, for my skin, my very complicated, Mm. old, (laughs) oily, clogged, poor, acne-prone skin, is I use a cleanser from my skin balancing line. I use my toner 
from my skin balancing line. I then follow with my, I don't use an exfoliant during the day. I only use it at night. Okay. So then I follow with my 10% niacinamide booster because of the research yes. about what niacinamide can do for pores. I follow with my uh, resist for normal to oily skin, uh, super antioxidant concentrate to help fight free radical damage. Yes. Do you use anti- that in the morning as well, the, the resist antioxidant? Yes. Yeah. That So it's my cleanser, balancing cleanser, balancing toner, 10% niacinamide. Mm. Obviously it's morning. Ultra, that's my part of my morning routine. Mm. And then I use a skin brightening product, sometimes the azelaic acid multi-correctional product, which is just lovely. Uh, in that the is States, actually stunning. I must really... Uh, talk about that product a little because I I also used to have acne a few years back and I used it and it was really really nice to tone down the the, the red spots that you get you after know why? Ac- acne. The research about azelaic acid is fascinating yeah. over the years. First of all in higher strengths when you have breakouts and uh, inflammation, redness, the higher strengths, you know, strengths of ingredients vary depending on mm. your the amount, what you're dealing with, what your what your problem is on your skin. And so azelaic acid, the research about how it improves skin tone, skin color, mm. is amazing. Just to remind everybody, because this is so important. Because I, I know I talk about what we call superhero ingredients, like niacinamide, like retinol, you know, na 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 Yes. But we never formulate with just one ingredient. No. So remember, I said, there's no one ingredient that will take care of skin. So all of our products have what we like, we play around and we call it a cocktail approach, meaning we need to put those antioxidants and the replenishing hydrating ingredients into the product mm. along with the superhero ingredient so you get a complete I don't know, dinner to your, <laughs> dinner. You, know, the, the, yeah. you know, what your skin is hungry for. It's never enough for it to just be, even though I can carry on about one ingredient, it's never enough for it to mm. just be one ingredient for skin. Never. And they work in synergy, right? Apps. Just a- like. Just like your diet. Yeah. Just like food. Just like food. Because, like I said, sunscreen to interrupt the horrendous damage sun causes, Mm. antioxidants to interrupt the horrendous damage pollution causes, the the skin replenishing ingredients to put back into skin what it can't make anymore to keep skin, the barrier of skin together and Mm. structured and strong and healthy. Mm. And then skin restoring ingredients, skin repairing ingredients to actually communicate to a cell to make better cells. Those ingredients need to be in a skincare routine. You can't get everything in one product, so it does take layering. But that range of ingredients mm. is all is what the state-of-the-art skincare is. I would never put ingredients on my skin that cause inflammation. No. I just would never do it, natural or synthetic. Mm. Now, there are a few exceptions to that, uh, but that's really more personal reactions to mm. things. So retinol, for example, about 10% of the people who use retinol are going to be sensitized to it. I, I can't use retinol. 
You can. I hate that I can. I hate oh, that. no. Can you believe that? Shame. I've tried. I've snuck it in every now and then. I can use what very happened? low strengths. Yeah. And there is research showing low strengths are helpful. But as somebody who's 65 with sun damage, advanced sun damage, it would be better if I could use higher strengths. But I can't. <laughs> I get a, a reaction. I mm. get bumps. I get irritation. It's, I'm allergic to it. So, yeah, I can't use it. Isn't that a shame? Oh, that's a shame. I know. <laughs> and I have a lot of products with retinol. Retinol is a stunning. <laughs> retinol has over 50 years yeah. of research showing how it improves skin. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's really stunning. a superstar. It is a superstar ingredient. But what about silicones? Some of the silicones that are found in some of your products, they have been under debate in Sweden, like the siloxanes. Yeah. So we are taking, due to EU regulation, we are taking those ingredients out of our product. They're only okay. a problem in rinse-off products. Mm. But I believe, yeah, they're only a product. Okay, I don't want to quote the regulation exactly. But I believe they're only in, in rinse-off products yeah. because they're not damaging to skin. That's mm. not the issue. If anything, silicones are stunning ingredients for skin. They were first discovered because of their use in burn units. Just to explain to the, to the listeners, it's uh, cyclosilicon or cycliska silicon. It's the siloxanes. Yes. Is, uh, is, I'm almost uh, certain it's the siloxanes that are being, and we're formulating, we're getting rid of our, yeah. we're reformulating for the European Union. Yeah. But and again, like it's only point, in rinse-off yes, products. Because they accumulate in uh, waterways. In, yes. But in let water. me just tell you, as somebody who cares about coral reefs and cares about the environment and has spent my life donating to organizations to save the planet. We've been recycling and, I mean, I care about what we do, a thousand percent. What I worry about is we get worked up and everybody, oh, silicones are evil. And I'm thinking, you're using a smartphone, you're yeah. heating your home, you're driving a car, you're flying in an airplane, you're even just agricultural waste. Mm. Seven billion people, what we do on the planet is not going to be saved by not using silicone in products. So your pharmaceuticals, the medicine you take, the anti-cholesterol medicine you take that ends up in the waterway, mm. your heart medicine you might be taking, your, your insulin you might be taking for diabetes. I mean, it could go mm. on and on. Your Advil for menstrual cancer can end up yeah. in the waterway. So I just ask people to look at it more in balance and not get so worked up, not get so hysterical mm. That's what I watch regulatory boards all mm. over the world do is kind of get worked up about what I think is not that it's not going to save the planet. I'll tell you what I'm watching happening in Europe. I've been complaining about this for a while is they make all these ingredients illegal, but they haven't made hair dye illegal. They're just now talking about making black hair dye illegal. I think I can make a living bringing 
black hair dye into the into the, into the country. I could be a mule. Do you know the term mule yes. where you bring oh, yes. illegal mule. drugs into the yes, country? I, yes, could be, yes. I could bring could illegal yeah. black hair dye. Um, I think hair dye is more of a problem by far. Well, first of all, there is research showing hair dyes. Actually, not so much for the individual, really, maybe in the long run, who's dyeing their hair yeah. once every few weeks. Really, the hairdresser is it, yeah. running a, a a bigger a bigger risk. Yeah, uh, especially when they don't wear gloves and a mask. I mean, that's just and they don't have bad. proper ventilation in the in the salon, and it's getting in the waterway. Yeah, I'm more worried about that, but I can't imagine the European Union. Mm. I mean, I can't wait to see what happens when when they actually really do, if they do, what women will say about giving up their hair dye. More than 80% of women around the world dye their hair. Mm. Let me say that again. It's a hard number to take (laughs) in. 80%. Oh, your lovely, gorgeous friend is saying we need to wrap it up. Yes. We're going long. So let me just, we're getting a wrap-up sign. So what I just want to say is, one, it's a privilege to get to talk to you. Oh, likewise. It's a privilege to get to share what I know. I've been about truth in beauty for 40 years. It's yeah. what I've done with my books. It's what I do with Paula's Choice Skincare. And what I care about is even when it's disappointing, mm. I'm going to tell you what the truth is. Another company might tell you miracle stories, lies that I can barely stand, ingredients that I know can't work, And yes, I would love to be able to say my products work like plastic surgery and cosmetic Mm. corrective surgery, but it's a lie. My goal is truth and beauty. And to Mm. be radically honest, even when it's disappointing and that you're giving me the opportunity to do that and share what I do around the world, I can't tell you my gratitude. And we are so grateful, Paula, for, for what you are doing and to keeping us informed and bringing us great products and great books. Can't wait to read your next book. <laughs> Thank you. And you will get it. The Beauty Myths Busted. 40 Beauty Myths Busted. Yeah, oh, you will get it. The Beauty Myths Busted. Yes, yes, we yes. can't wait. Okay. All right. So thank you so much. Thank you, sweetheart. Lovely to spend time. Vad är att klicka hem såna här solskyddskläder, japanska solskyddskläder. Ja, Paula har en hel direkt när hon är på stranden. <laughs> och då kände jag så här, okej, okay, nu kan jag göra det. Så jag köpte i alla fall såna här handskar som Nej. jag tänker att jag ska ha när jag går barnvagnspromenader. Ja, och en sån där riktigt stor hatt. Ja, som en typ sydvist med en jätteskärm. Men typ, som, är, som man ser ut som en liten asiatisk dam mm. och i Rom, typ. <laughs> en asiatisk dam i Rom. Ja. Ja, det var väldigt mycket fokus på solskydd. Och hon ja. granskade ju verkligen mina armar i detalj i jakten på leverfläckar. För det där brinner hon ju verkligen för. Ja. Mm. Men vi kommer ju prata mer om solen och solskydd och härliga sommarprodukter och så framöver. Mm, det kommer vi. Nästa vecka ska vi prata Sydkorea. Sol. Mm. Mm. Alltså, det gör ju så exalterad. Jag kan knappt börja mig. Ja, men det var så fantastiskt. Mm. Och eh, nu är det en dryg vecka sedan jag kom tillbaka. Mm. 
jag vill bara åka tillbaka på dirren. Det var så inspirerande. Och jag har varit i en cheatmask-fabrik. Ja. En miljon cheatmaskar i månaden pumpar de ut. Helt otroligt. Mm. Alltså det, jag vill höra allt om det. Så det, det blir, ska du få. Det blir nästa gång. Mm. Och sen kommer vi också ha ett till beauty food-avsnitt framöver, eller hur? Ja. ja, men ska vi inte göra det? Kan ni gå in på Instagram och kommentera lite vad ni är sugna på. Men ska vi inte göra en sån här beauty food sommarspecial med ja. lite favoritingredienser som är i säsong just nu. Ja. Och sen kanske stärker upp solskyddet inifrån och som svalkar och återfuktar och jada, jada, jada. Och kanske lite... Lite recepttips och sådär. Ja, underbart. För detta är ju ändå högsäsongen för Beautiful sommaren. Så vi gör en stor Beautiful bonanza. Ja, låter fantastiskt. Mm. Det gör vi. Och eh, som vanligt så kan ni ju följa oss på Instagram. Ja, jag heter Maria-Algren. Och jag heter Anja Schäfergran. Och sen följ även Styleby Magazine. Och damernas vard. Förstår man min skånska? <laughs> Är LD som damernas värld. Damernas vard. Det gör man. Nattvarden. Tack då. Hej då. Tack. Hej då. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.